Time now for the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network with your hosts, Kevin Arnold and Always Positive Jay. Well, either this is working or it's not, but hey, we'll we're find back. out. <laughs> we'll find out because it is another edition of the Voice of the Land. I am Kevin Arnold. He is Always Positive Jay. We are joined by a producer extraordinaire who gets everything rolling, and if we are rolling, it's all because of him. What Jarvis was to Iron Man, audio is to the Voice of the Land. He is. Peter Tellup, and we're just gonna we're gonna get right into things because we are a show for those maybe tuning in for the first time. We are not the place to come if you just want hot take after hot take, manufactured hot take after manufactured hot take. Is that a shot at other things? Maybe, maybe not. I don't really care. So <laughs> a hot take right off the bat. We're not ones that that's totally a shot. Totally a shot, but that's that is yeah, that's whatever it's, you know you know. That's the type of show that it might be here tonight. We don't usually, we always agree on everything. We don't usually disagree. We disagree on something. We'll talk about that. But it is time to jump right in and talk Guardians, of course, our show on the Big Play Network, partnered with LPV Productions, brought to you by Vector Technical to get the right person in the right job the first time. I actually, uh, quick story, I actually drove past their offices again in the Lowe's parking lot. And they have plenty of jobs that they are helping people get right now. More information on them to come during our commercial breaks. But the signs out front, they have plenty of job openings with some really good companies. Luberzal, Luberzal is it, world headquarters are in Wycliffe, Ohio, where I live. That is a you know an engineer, I think chemical engineer, whatever. Yeah, they've been and, working with Luberzal for I think for, close to twenty five years for a while, and that is a great place to work. That is one of the most that's a well-known company and it's hubbed in one of our in one of downtown cleveland suburbs so um, i mean there's two things one just because you got a job doesn't mean you can't upgrade right and they could definitely make you help you find a better job and two just get a second job now it's the time to start saving get ready for vacation and all that yeah so <laughs> this economy you need a second job yeah yes. i mean seriously yeah, just go. to buy eggs you need a second job <laughs> <laughs> i know with easter next weekend man i was like holy cow easter bunny took off this year yeah couldn't afford the, the eggs. There's no egg shortage. shortage. He Jeez. couldn't afford it no more. I mean, I got a rabbit that might be able to fill in for you. Yeah. Like, fill in for the Easter Bunny. There you go. I don't know. He'll probably eat everything instead of actually give you stuff to eat. But How does know. the rabbit like his new house? Oh, boy, he is. Everywhere in there? So, for those that don't know, Jana, my wife, and I, it's, it's her rabbit. And, of course, she had it two years before we even met. And now um, you know, we've been together for over three years. And oh, it's definitely your guys' rabbit. Yes, it's I've our rabbit now. Kevin was talking to the rabbit when we were moving. I've read it. <laughs> He's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, it, you'll be all right. Let's calm down. I'm like, I'll just let him go, even though this rabbit yeah, can't I, understand. I, I, I talk to like my they, dog like that. So. Oh, I do, yeah. too. So, I, like, I do it with my cats, and I feel like they can maybe understand your tone and all that. But it was funny seeing you talking to a rabbit. Sidebar, pull the curtain back. I did say let's jump right into Guardians. But this, if you, yeah, if as you just always, to, we're off the rails. We go off the rails, and it's totally fine. It's so, my fault. We have a rabbit. His name is Rajay Michael Davis, fence to maker Arnold. And, yes, and he's named after Rajay Davis, who hit that home run in Game 7 of the World Series. And, yes, we he is our rabbit. And I've even read him some of the stories, some of the books, like the children's books that have been bought for Lincoln because they deal with rabbits. I've read him at least. You're practicing. I, yeah, I, I'm practicing. I read one. He wasn't so happy about that. Mm-hmm. But. He was supposed to be. Janet asked for a pet when she was at Cleveland State, living, you know, living in the uh, dorms, apartments, 
housing and, uh, you know, kind of with some other roommates. She wanted something small that could still be in these places that you're renting, that they regulate pets a little bit more than other places that, you know, was cuddly, cute and cuddly. You think a rabbit's supposed to be cute and cuddly? This dude does not want to be touched unless you, he actually <laughs> asked you to pet him between his like his eyes on his nose and things like that. But yeah, I, I talk to him all the time, and you know, he, he just he is taking to the new house m- much better than he took to the apartment. That's not a good thing because he is all over the place. We have felt like we've lost him twice in that house because <laughs> he has found every nook and cranny in this house. And, you know, we're just, we're getting used to it. He's much smaller, so he's able to find them much faster. We're still getting used to where everything is in the house, where we can put things in the house. Yeah, Raj has made himself quite at home. Right at home. Yeah. And, and yeah, he, it's wood floors, it's linoleum floors, and that's not great for a rabbit who's, you know, slipping all over the place. But here, he doesn't really have a problem. The only place he hasn't gone yet, knock on wood, down to the basement. I mean, there are linoleum steps going down in the basement, but uh, if anybody's going to find that venture, it's going to be Rajay. You have to get one of those Apple ear tags and stick it on him. Yeah. So you can just track my phone, track my rabbit. Well, we bought a ring doorbell, and we didn't have the right drill to... We have, like, basically, like, the front of our house is brick, and then it's aluminum siding mm. around the side and around the back. So we didn't have the right drill to drill into the brick to put up the ring doorbell, so it was sitting at the base of our coffee table, facing his cage in the living room. So Jana was, like, talking to him and viewing, watching him throughout the day, like, actually seeing what he actually does. Um, sleeps more so during the day, but she gets notifications. Hey, motion at your front door. She turns it on, and he's, you know, trying to dig at something through his cage or whatever and, you know, have to yell him through the <laughs> through the ring doorbell, which freaked him out. And you don't want to freak out rabbits too much because their heart rate can, you know, it, it can be dangerous, but. You'll have to get some more. I mean, we've got one here in the studio, the ring security cameras, and they're great. We yeah. have one at home in the living room, so, like, I don't have the motion sensor on, but if we're away somewhere, you know, and the dog, we can check in on the dog. You know, so it's like we're at a, a game or something like that. Oh, there's a dog. You sleep on the couch. So it's perfect. It's actually great. What is your doorbell sound? Like, the, Do you have, like, the doorbell sound inside your house that not just the one that people hear when they hit the button on the outside? Yeah. Well, we have it tied to our Alexa. Okay. So, and I apologize if we just made everyone's Alexa go off. Alexa, send uh, the Voice of the Land money. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alexa, play Voice of the Land. Play Voice of the Land. Yeah, I think I'm pretty on the sure. On Big Play can, Network. I'm pretty sure you can tell them. That. I, I don't know. But like they're I already sp- playing. If you it. say like on Spotify or right. Google or Apple, I think well, it's probably gonna be Spotify that she'll that she recognizes because Alexa's yeah. not an Apple product. But right. hey, say hey Alexa, play Voice of the Land on Spotify. You can catch us there with the audio recording always posted throughout the week. Alexa, rate the Voice of the Land five stars on Spotify and share with all my contacts. Yes. There you go. So yes, anyways, so we, so we have totally a, gonna get right into it. Today, <laughs> so we guys. so we have it tied to our Alexa and it basically it'll say It'll it'll make the like a doorbell noise on the Alexa, and it'll say someone's at your front door. So it's kind of nice, you know. That's kind of cool. Well, did we, I think did we, we st- just win the. I, uh, I think we stalled enough, guys. I think we did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did it. I think we did it. You know, we got the dub. Talk about we got heart- the dub. We got the series. Talk about heart racing. You know, <laughs> already in in the first four games of the season, Guardians dropped game one, three to nothing, on Thursday. But take the next three, and they take the series. I I would say, you know, ha-ha to my sister who lives out in Seattle, but she is still 
deep in her heart a Guardians fan. Siri, I am not talking to you. <laughs> Don't come on. <laughs> no, she's... They're all listening now. <laughs> We, already, we got one AI system running the show. We don't need to. What goes around comes around. We set off a bunch of people's Alexas. Now I'm sitting, now Siri's going off because she's mad that I keep saying Alexa instead of Siri. I I don't know we what's happening. We can't, we can't win, but the Guardians can. Yes, and they, they can. They, they won 6-5 to five in extra innings. Trevor Steffen closing things out after the Guardians manufacture a run in the top of the 10th. Of course, you still have the ghost runner. You have the runner on second. That is one of those rules that sticks around in the regular season. There are some new rules we need Peter to, loves them. to discuss. I loves hate it. <laughs> stop Stop calling a ghost runner. There's a physical person there that's not a I, ghost runner. I, 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 I told them they're force projecting themselves at second. That would make more sense. But, yeah, I, hate, I just I, – I don't understand. I guess the only reason, I guess – Ghost is such a bad word, like like you said, Peter. Ghost is such a the bad word. It's like, it's like freebie runner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's a it's a free runner. It, just like in bingo, you got the free space. It's a free. Yeah, base, it's yeah, a free base. That's, that's a good analogy to it. Free base runner. To I, start hate the inning. I hate it. I hate it. It's not a ghost runner. I. If it's I guess such a good idea, do it every inning. Then start every inning off with someone at uh, second base, which is stupid. That's my point. It's stupid. Don't yeah, do it. Just that would be uh, play an extra inning. Like I said. Ask Kevin this after once you start uh, covering Guardians home games all yeah. the time, and you got to stay there till the end. You'll be like, you know what, that Ghost Runner, whatever free runner, <laughs> and this auto pitch thing is great. I love these two and a half oh, pitch hours. Clock, yeah. I mean, I would love to be covering those games, but I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get reasons, there. I I'm... guarantee it. But when trust me, I used to lo- like you'd always hear people like Emmett and stuff, Golden. You'd be like, man, it was an extra innings or 14 innings or whatever, and you're just stuck there the whole time. I'm like, that kind of would suck that you you don't even have – if you wanted to leave, you couldn't leave. Right. I, I guess I, could, I can see that from the point of someone that has to cover it and be there. Like, you, that's your job. But then again, your job is covering the Guardian, so. Another thing Hoo-hoo. is yeah. gotta, <laughs> times are definitely changing, and we're – like. Baseball is watched by a lot of older people usually. It's a, but they got to get the young crowd in, and mm-hmm. they're not going to stick around for, for that four-hour game. Like it or dislike it, that's why they're doing it. It's because the new crowd that's going to have that they want to catch their attention. Yeah, they don't stick around for four hours. They got short extensions fans. Yeah, so, but this isn't going to do anything to fix that, right? It's just going to we're just catering to it, so everyone's attention spans are going to be shorter. So what next? Six inning games. Oh boy, that's. I mean, I mean, I'm down for shorter seasons. I mean, that's less than. I mean, six innings is that isn't that low league? I know. I'm just saying though. You know, <laughs> if if you're so concerned about the time, I mean, then why not just play six innings, you know, and half the games, and boom, you know, it's a much easier season. That way, all the you know all the guys that are complaining about the long games don't have to worry about it. I don't really. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I've seen a lot of the polls posted about like if people like or dislike it, and it is a large majority of people that actually like the shorter games. Well, I, I don't, I don't like the pitch count for the first seven innings. There's something to be said about when you're in the eighth, ninth inning, and you get that slow, dramatic build up to a pitch by pitch, and you're not going to get that really no more. But at the same time, to bring up a topic we're going to talk about later. They have the Royal Rumble effect going on now. And when the pick socks are going I off, everyone's going to sit there going seven, six, five, like the next opponent in the Royal Rumble used to come out and they'd count down. 
And and I'm on the fence to be honest with you, you guys. Like I haven't seen the whole season. I understand. I do see what you're saying. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. No, and and you have you know you can have your opinion. It's wrong, but, <laughs> but you can have it. I'm not arguing with an AI system. Wait, all right, wait, hang on. Wait. You got calculations and doing algorithms faster than I can do. Hold on a second. Was isn't this the show that says we're not going to tell someone they're wrong? This is an AI system, dude. I'm not arguing with them. With, with I'm just giving them a hard time. <laughs> I know. He'll send my computer a virus or something. We're going to need more time with this season to see to really see how how this system works, if it's good, if it's not good. Do players find a loophole to still get that extra time whether from the mound or as a hitter? I mean, look at Julio Rodriguez today. He I think it was like the eighth or ninth inning. He got a crack in his bat, and you know I'm hearing Tom Hamilton because I have to listen to the radio. We'll get to that here <laughs> on the other side of the break. We need a whole segment to do that, so I'm not going to. And I definitely want to give the Guardians their just due. I mean, they start the season three and one. It's not again in April. You can't win the division, but you sure can lose it. And the Guardians tend to have this back and forth. And we're only four games in. We're only one series in. We saw last year they got off. It was like four two that they. Four and two, they came home. It was a great six-game homestand or road series to start the year. Last year, they come home, and you know the home opener was disappointing, and a few other games were disappointing. It's it's still April. This team makes headway in in late July, August, and September, and that's what Terry Francona has built his teams on. He doesn't want to see the best baseball right now, and he has found a way to get these guys to still put themselves in contention during this time of the year, and then take off in the in the second half of the year so we are far from that but we're going to talk about how we view this going back to taking advantage of the pitch clock here tom hamilton he keeps talking he's able to like kind of tell his stories and he's mentioning you know julio rodriguez is is allowed to he's taking a lot of time to find a new bat and they're just letting this happen but a pitcher as soon as as soon as they don't even engage with the hitter and throw that pitch by the end of the pitch clock, you know, they're automatically putting it on. So are hitters going to get more of an advantage with this than than the other? I did hear Bob DiBiaso, who we've had on this show before, and a baseball historian will forget more baseball than any of us. I mean, probably like a group of 20 people will forget. Uh, um, you know, he'll forget more than 20 people will ever know about the game of baseball and, and the history and things like that. But he did an interview recently, and he said, the Guardians were talking about this as spring training, and they said, it's kind of it shouldn't be called the pitch clock it should be called the hitter clock or or whatever you know something in reference to the actual hitter because they only have 7 seconds of that 15 to get into the box you have to be in by the 8 by 8 seconds left the pitcher has all 15 to get it to the plate um but it you know today's game the hitter had the advantage well maybe pitchers will have advantages in, in the other games there's it's too early to tell yeah like let a bunch of pit bad of these pitch counts go against us. Like yeah. the first game, it it definitely did not help us with Karen Check. No, but have that happen a bunch to your teams, you're definitely going to start hating it. And if you want to say, well, they were doing this in spring training, how couldn't Karen Check be you know be ready for it? It's a different animal when you get in the regular season. Like you you already feel that that intensity raise, and these guys have been over in Arizona since February, and now you go you stay in the West Coast, or you at least you're. At least your body clock's adjusted to it. It's going to be interesting to see kind of how they adjust once they come back east and three-hour difference. But, you know, you haven't really been home. I know that these guys have other homes around around the country and things like that in the off season, 
but this is the time of year, like, you, you get that this is where I'm going to be for 162 games for as long as the season goes, even past that point, and you haven't had a chance to even get settled in that home yet. So to be able to go out there and respond two nights later, last night with Karen Cech, all these guys are going to have to adjust, and it's not always going to go perfectly. Like 15 seconds feels like a long time with certain things, and it doesn't with other days. We all have our good days and our bad days. It's going to be part of it. If a pitcher has a bad day, part of it's going to be that they're not adhering to the pitch clock rightly. Yep. Well, I mean, it's a ebb and flow season. That's what that's what baseball is. But this is a good team that I hope that our city kind of supports the way the Mariners did. That was a great atmosphere. You talked about the Royal Rumble element to the pitch mm-hmm. clock. They had great, uh, great attendance all four games. This was a four game series on the West Coast to start the season. You don't see that very often, and well, you, they're all jacked up on coffee over there in I, Seattle. I understand, <laughs> but I, I mean, you felt that energy coming through the radio, mm-hmm. or you know, through you know, if you were able to watch watch the games or if watch an FS one, able to watch, you were able to feel that energy. We see our home opener get sold out, and then what happens the very next night? It's like it's funny nine thousand people at best. I was literally just saying to my friend, I'm like, I want to go to the like. Everyone always rushes to go to the home opener. I'm like, I want to go to the next game. I want to go to the Saturday game. If you guys are more than welcome, I'd look for someone to go. Because it's always just unpacked. I'm like, all right, I got to be there for these guys. They're going to have a packed game. I can go buy secondary tickets on for the first right. game, but I want to buy the secondary game. But all I know is agree or disagree with the pitch clout or the auto runner, as we would call him on this show. One thing I think we all agree on, man, are you guys glad that baseball's back? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely glad that baseball baseball's back. Watch it. <clears throat> and we will talk about I know we will. if we can watch it. <laughs> on the other side of the break, our title tonight is major announcement. We have a major announcement for the show. I this is all the stuff that we're talking about, I kind of forgot about we have I <laughs> kind of forgot. I almost forgot too, but we do have a major announcement to make here tonight. We will do that at the end of the next segment. I don't want to make people wait forever and you know, yes, I want you guys to watch the whole show. Please watch the whole show. But we will discuss that, and of course, we will then reiterate it the rest of the show yeah, as well. Our whole show is great. We don't need to put our the whole big shows, news at the end. To keep right? You yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to do that. And we're going to be done at eight o'clock tonight because what we disagree on, I need to get home for tonight. <laughs> so, with that, we will touch on: Can we watch? Can we not watch? What really is the issue? And get some frustrations off our chest on the other side of this break. This is the Voice of Land on the Big Play Network. Whether you're looking to hire new talent or start a new career, Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has helped thousands of job seekers advance in their career with reputable partners throughout Northeastern Ohio. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. With an above average hire in rate of one in four candidates, Vector works hard to connect the right person with the right opportunity the first time. Vector Technical hires for skilled manufacturing and light industrial work and is sure to have a career that you've been looking for. To learn more, visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com. Welcome back to The Voice of the Land right here on the Big Play Network. Major announcement to be 
given at the end of this segment, but we have been talking Guardians. I mean, we got off the rails in the first segment. That's that's what happens on the show, and that, that's what makes the show so fun to do every single every single week. But we got into talking about the Guardians. They win six to five today in extra innings. So now one and zero in extra innings. They are three and one on the season, taking the final three games of a four game series in Seattle against a really good offensive team that has some good pitching. So that's a good start to the year for the Guardians. Now they head off to Oakland, and Zach Plesak will take the hill. Another late game tomorrow night as well. Team doing what they need to do, playing small ball. But there's one problem. I mean, you guys enjoyed seeing the games, right? Since they've been on, right? Seeing what? (laughs) The same thing I saw. Well, we're, we really, really watch it on the ESPN app where you get to see the little silhouette of the batter. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I love the MLB. Uh, so I love the MLB app because you can you can watch game, you can watch any game, and it's like this nice like silhouette of a battery. It, it never changes. He uh, just kind of like flips well, you side switch aside, yeah, switch yeah. sides yeah. of the plate, so you kind of know like what how the guy hits and stuff, and then you see like the pitches. And, and with the pitch clock, I mean, even the pitch tracker guy that's running the app for each of these games. Even they got to uh, adjust to it. The guys and the girls that are doing this throughout the league, because there's times that I see one pitch done, and then there's a long gap, and I'm thinking, "Oh, isn't there a pitch clock?" And the next thing I know, there's four pitches being caught up on because it's going so fast they can't well, keep I, up know, with it. I, did, I didn't so, even think about that. Now you had, now you, these guys have to do the stats a lot faster. You, too. Pay, you paid for the Ballers app, right? You have to watch yeah, the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. So Ballers app. Plus. Now who is uh, broadcasting for the Guardians? Uh, Bally Sports. I mean, so you're paying twenty dollars a month. It's twenty dollars a month, and we can't watch. I pay for a whole year. Like I pay just hours. Oh, you paid the whole Jana year. Paid. I mean, it's our I money. Know, but, I feel bad but Jan's for the one that put man. it in. Yeah, we that paid sucks, for the whole year because I canceled. I was like, see ya. I'm not gonna put up with that crap. Like, and, and let's let's get let's be specific. It's not Bally Sports. It's Sinclair uh, Broadcasting Company. Whoever's in charge of this and is screwing. Us over is driving me nuts. Like, I, 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 I'm gonna try my best not to swear. Like, yes. I'm really ticked off about this. Yes, uh, it's gonna be tough for me not to do that as well. I mean, I try not to use that that language anyways. But this show, the atmosphere is while we have the ability to do so, we are going to keep it clean. We'll, and, we'll try and to open keep it for... with the Mickey Fickies instead. Yes. Um. Oh man, on WrestleMania last night because we're gonna get to WrestleMania. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Titus O'Neil, a former superstar. He's kind of like an ambassador for the company now. He does like more of the community events, all the charity stuff that he do, helping with the Make a Wish, the Be a Star, you know, prevent bullying, things like that. Um, has one of the best blunders in a Royal Rumble ever, um, and that's kind of what he's known for. But he he laughs into it, which is great. He said, um, you know, oh, like I I know I'm on the I'm, I know I'm on the broadcast, so I can't swear. Um, all I all I'll say is, man, that was some really good. Uh, oh man, what was it? Sugar honey iced tea. Sugar honey iced tea. That was some really good sugar honey iced tea. If you get what I mean. I'm not picking it up, but I'm a dumb. Take the first. <laughs> take the first letter of each word. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he extended it out. You know. So might have to find a way to do that. This is ridiculous, though. And there's really good people that work at Bally's, Bally Sports Cleveland, even the Cincinnati group, whatever, wherever else they are, is not against those people. It's And Bally's is, they got the name. Like, there's Bally Bet, there's Bally's, you know, used to be like the Bally's Fitness Center, mm-hmm. pretty close to where we live in Wycliffe, over in Willoughby Hills, over by the Heinens. So, like, that's just like Progressive Field, Friction Energy Stadium. It's a brand that got, that named what Sinclair bought sports. 
like this is they went bankrupt. MLB said these games are all going to be accessible for the people that have cable and digitally. It's only accessible to the people that have cable. And I'm I have nothing against the people that have, still have traditional cable. Good. We I are, don't. A lot of people don't. I, I don't. And it frustrates the heck out of me when people the people get angry that you know we're complaining because we don't have cable. They're just like go get go get cable. We're in an era of digital streaming elements. Now are every is everything's too separated now? The idea of Disney Plus and Hulu, Netflix, all of that was great initially, but now there's too many of those apps and everything is too separate. I will admit that. Cuz then then you're spending as much if not more so than you would for cable for some of these things. Well, that's the problem, right? Is because when they first started, it was a deal because you're like, hey, I can finally do a la carte cable, right? Right. I can pay for what I want to watch. Right. But then the prices of these things keep going up and up yes. and up. And it's like, you're right. We're back to basically cable. And it's like, well, if I want to watch this one show, I have to pay right. $20 a month for this one service because there's one show on there that I want to watch. I mean, I have to go through my stuff and like re and change everything. I got around. rid of so much this weekend, you guys. Well, like I have, to- I literally got rid of like five streaming services, including Bally's. You had to go. Sorry, I'm not paying you twenty bucks a month no more because you're just killing me without being able to watch Guardians. Got rid of Hulu because you can't figure out how to get Bally's on your subscription, so I'm not paying for you no more. Yeah. Know what I got? I ordered my ass an antenna. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I, I, I just, I'm thinking about getting rid of YouTube TV because I I do like watching some of the stuff on there, but other than like the li- I mainly watch it for the live football because even with an antenna, like channel nine, like some of the channels just yeah. don't come in. So you're, right, well you're way out in Wycliffe. Like I'm close to Cleveland. Like I'm going to get yeah, probably yeah. great reception. Yeah. And like you said, I don't, I have the Hulu's the cheapest thing. It's five bucks a month. I get to watch all my stupid reruns of everything I watch anyway. It's like everything live I watch are reruns. Right, right. But to get back in track, it's like Here's- get with the times. Like we shouldn't bend to you. You should go to the customer. Like people, are the- have, people have cut the cord. This is yeah. the cut the cord era. Yeah. And you're, you have cut off people that have cut the cord. That that is so ancient. As much as MLB and Rob Manfred should get praise for what they're trying to do, at least with these new rules, to get more viewers to the game, get the game back in front of people. When we've complained about that for so long, and yes, MLB can only do so much because this is a broadcasting company that has the rights. You don't somehow don't have the licensing for this, it, like. Yeah, I mean, I get a, it because you went bankrupt because you don't know what the heck you're doing. You have a, no idea what you're doing. I don't get to watch my team. I had to pay for all this crap to try to see that. MLS, the soccer organization, they went to Apple Plus. If you have Apple Plus, you have to pay extra to get the MLS package. Geez. This is so ridiculous. You have made your game, you have made things less accessible in what is supposed to be a more accessible era. Now, when you bought that package, did you not think that you were going to be able to watch the yes, Guardians? Yes. Did they say, hey, just so you know, you're not going to be able to watch baseball? They did not say that. They made it look like you were going to be able to watch baseball. Yes. Because that's what I thought. Because they showed. Is, they should owe you money, dude. That is a bunch of. 
I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> some that's bull a bunch bleep, of sugar, you know, honey, iced tea, man. From some Mickey Ficky bull bleep, man. That's what it is. It's it is absolutely ridiculous. Like this is a and we have a really good team that has a lot of potential this year, not just to surprise people, but to take the surprise and take that step or steps further. And we don't get to we don't get to see them. Do you remember how like and MLB said they were going to step in and they haven't. There's it's they not haven't done we, anything. They've made it accessible to people with cable. But Even though the Browns they suck and they lose all the time, when they were going to have their blackouts, they would literally buy up the rest of the tickets. Lerner would so that the fans could watch. They made sure we could watch. And if like, <clears throat> I don't see the Cavs having a problem with Bally Sports, they're on their game. Yeah. Dan Gilbert ain't going to let that fly. Yeah, and the NBA somehow there's a licensing there, but MLB has an issue. Is it? An issue? Like, uh, it's got to be a. Why it's are we be the only? Oh, like, we're like five teams that don't get yeah. this. Like, oh, it's got to be something in the contract that that ML, that these teams have with Bally's. But you know what? You made an excellent point about Bally's being the old uh, fitness club because a long, long time ago, I did the. Uh, really expensive Bally's like lifetime membership thing Mm -hmm. where even if I stopped going, I could just pick it up for like something stupid cheap. Right. Oh, and then they went out of business. Hmm. I think they went bankrupt back then. So they don't have a good track record. That's why I was surprised they came back with the same name. And Jana even says, when we signed up for the year of Bally, we were told we would be able to watch Cavs, Guardians, the crew, and the Blue Jackets. So we wouldn't have a single month without sports. That's how it was presented, yeah. presented to us. That's what I thought. I mean, I'm glad I only signed up for monthly, but... And, and the news of MLS going to Apple Plus, I, I know that that was probably in the works. Somehow, like, that came out of the blue. If that's on me, that's on me. But we have Apple Plus to see Ted Lasso right now, but we have to, we would have to pay extra to watch the... to see the MLS, to be able to see the Columbus crew. I love soccer. I want to be able to pro- promote soccer. It's not accessible. I love baseball. We love Wait. baseball. I can't watch my team. Yes, Tom Hamilton is one of, if not the absolute best, at calling a baseball game. And yes, I can listen to it. I can listen to terrestrial radio to listen to a Guardians game. But that's not the era that we're in. We have we have moved past just having radio as an option. TV is supposed to be an, have an option. If I am at home and a Guardians game is on and I can't go to Progressive Field or they're on the road... I need to be able to see my team. I'm someone that wants to watch all these games. I'm not someone that wants to just pander to the Cleveland Browns who suck and only care about them in their offseason that, oh, my gosh, they're winning the offseason again. Oh, we got to <laughs> give them all our money. No, the Guardians are in season. The Cavs are in season. I want to watch those teams and watch all those games, just like during the Brown season, I watch every Sunday. The Guardians have more games during the year. That's how baseball works. If you don't like it, that's for you. I don't care. I want to watch all these games, and I can't, and it sucks. To go back to your point, you don't even need terrestrial radio to listen to the Guardians. No. I, I can, listen to, a, I can I listen to it on the app. I told I, Google today, play right. WTAM. Exactly. And you, know, and you used to not be able to do that. They used to have it blacked out on the right. app. You could it only is, listen on the radio. It is but absolutely now, ridiculous that the local area cannot watch their local team and MLB at, at any in every way like when they have 
Thursday Night Football, and they got the rights to Amazon or whatever, got the rights to pro- oh, uh, yeah. Guess what? They still make sure that they put it on local yes. TV. At least for that week that your team is playing on it. Yeah. And like, the local town gets to watch the game. They don't need prime TV or prime video. And it's a bunch of – they're just screwing over the fans. They're shooting themselves in the foot. It's a bunch of bull sugar honey iced tea. Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that sure is. Oh, my goodness. And oh, and it's even more frustrating when MLB says, well, we got all the games on this platform. Maybe you, know, you, maybe you have to pay for it. But then, oh, that game's blacked out because it's in your area. Why? <laughs> that's not all the, yeah, that's. You're uh, supposed to be helping, not hurting this whole thing. And, oh, I'm sure there's people that have family that have cable, so then they log in with their stuff. Well, if you got a family that doesn't want to give you or doesn't even know they're logged in for their cable, you can't do that either. Make it more accessible. And, That's all I'm asking. And, and is they, that too hard? And they wonder why the, the fan base is, you know, diminishing. They make it harder for people I mean, to actually access a, the games. Throw a couple games on local TV here and there. Like, back in the day before they had oh. the huge cable deals, yeah. here and there we'd get a couple games on 43. Oh, yeah. Or, a, you know what I'm saying? Channel a three. lot of games. Oh, I think there'd be yeah. a lot of games on yeah. 43. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Channel 43, WUPN, or, like, whatever yeah. it was. And we're talking baseball. We're talking tribe. I yeah. mean, I guess the Royals had that song. A bunch of teams had that song. Yeah. But ours was the only one that really mattered. Cared. Only mattered. That, that's exactly. the only one that matters. <laughs> I'm sorry to yell in people's ears right now, but... I'm sure there's other people feeling that the frustration. people that got streaming, they're probably like, yeah, these guys are right. And yeah. feeling it. But the good news is the Guardians off to a good start. Baseball is back. Cavs have a playoff spot. They have a top six spot. They're trying to finish up. Not a great game against the Knicks, especially without their, their, you know, their star player. Is what it is. The Knicks get three or four during the season. We've seen that before where teams are three and one against someone and thinking they had the advantage and – Hey, it's, they didn't lose the first game of the playoff series, and they didn't lose game seven the other night. So they just got to seal up number four. You get the home home court advantage. You know Cleveland's going to show out for that. Boy, it's, uh, it's, it's a good time. Unfortunately, you know, our partners over at the Crunch, they did fall in the semifinals in an epic, epic game. But, uh, hey, they're Eastern Division foe and, and champion of the first season of the MLIS. They won today 15 or 16 to 7. I've seen two different score lines posted out there. But they, they won big, and credit to them. So, you know, first season of the indoor soccer, soccer season is over. I already know the Crunch and their organization are hard at work figuring out, you know what, we are a championship-level organization, just like the Guardians try to emulate, just like the Cavs try to, uh, try to be as well. That's what their mindset is, is championship, and that's what their decisions are all based on. Which we'll be able to watch on Valley Sports tonight. And they don't just say that they're about that. They actually do things to be about that kind of life. Unlike another team that's I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring them down when I'm so frustrated because yes, the Browns matter in this town. It is a football town, I'm not gonna bring them down. But a lot of good sports going on. We need to catch a break. And when we come back, Jay and I disagree on something we might actually disagree on two things we're going to touch on the ncaa tournament and something that happened at the end of the women's championship what a tournament the women had and the men finish off theirs tomorrow we'll talk about all that and more right here on the voice of land on the big play network are you struggling to hire the right talent or maybe even find the right career 
Vector Technical makes it easy. Since 1992, Vector has provided Ohio employers with a reliable process for hiring and have helped thousands of job seekers advance in their careers. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. We invest time to get to know each client and candidate personally. Vector places people in job opportunities that they are truly excited about. Interested in learning more? Visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com to see a full list of our current job opportunities and to find out what Vector Technical can offer you. Get your gear at voiceoftheland.com forward slash shop. So not only did we forget that we had a major announcement entitled the show after that to remind ourselves couldn't even did wasn't even looking at the show to start the thing forgot when we actually teased we were going to tell <laughs> the major news but well wait we got off the rails again we got the we got i i definitely got way off the rails you know, if this, if this wasn't the voice of the land it should be called off the rails it so should be real. i'm sure there's already a if show we ever rebrand that's what we're going with yeah for sure. we, we gotta check and see if anybody else has that name but i'm sure they do but We've been doing the show live on Sundays for for a while now, and it goes back to when Nick Paulus was sitting in the seat across from me, and then you know Jay would fill in, other people would fill in, and then Jay came in for the Browns season. We've been the kind of the official, un, well, unofficial official Browns post game show because our show was on Sundays, and it just uh, I think that's kind of around the time that we started was during a Browns season, and we were able to do like a live stream not doing the play-by-play -play, but live react to the first half of the browns win in pittsburgh in a playoff game all those types of things we've had a lot of fun doing it but you know life comes at you fast and things sometimes things need to change so jay i will let you do the honors of telling the people when they will be able to catch us moving forward after this sunday show after this sunday not this wednesday but the following Wednesday, you will find us here now on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock. So the big announcement, Voice of Land moving from Sundays at 7 p.m. to Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Now with some of our jobs, maybe some, sometimes they'll be maybe a little bit more affected than Sundays will. But I think it's going to make things a lot, a lot better. I mean, the big reason we really wanted to do this is for you guys, like, one of the hardest things days to book guests are Sundays. It is, it Sundays. is Sunday nights. A pain in the new you know what. And everyone's busy. Like you guys, I'm sure you know, you got family stuff going on. It's just, it's really hard. So we wanted to get more guests on this show for sure. And that, and Kevin's got his first kid coming along. And yeah, it's, I mean, the, half the people that we try to get as guests, they have young kids too. Yeah. And Sunday nights, Sunday nights are hard. I'm it's sure. It's a like, family night. It's the biggest family night. And, we all just wanted you guys to have everyone be able to have the full weekend for ourselves, to be honest. So now there will be a point for a couple weeks where I will not be on the show. Now, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk to some people to see if they can come and fill in. If you are someone that has filled in before or someone that we talk to a lot through social media or you've just met through social media somehow, if you're interested in, in you know, doing something like this, you've never done something like this before, and you're interested in doing it. You've talked through Twitter for for however long it's been. Reach out to us at VTL underscore pod, at Always Positive J, at Kevin and Seven, at LPV Productions. Be more than willing to, to talk to you because, hey, guys, we're on the clock. And that's not a pun because we're in the draft month because the Browns don't have a draft pick until number 74 in the third round. So 
it's late on Friday night of the draft. Everyone's already going to be having fun. They're going to have a whole first round. They're going to have a second round and, like, half of a third round, and we're finally going to pick. So uh, we're on the clock. Jane and I are on the clock for when Lincoln's going to arrive. So we'll all need to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. You know. We want to we keep the show going, of course, and – Hey, there might be some nights that we do the, the virtual version. we got a version. couple people that are going to, you know, said they'd fill in for us and stuff like that. Yeah, so all of that to come. But, the again, the big announcement, Voice of the Land moving from Sundays to Wednesdays, Sundays at 7 to Wednesdays at 8 p.m. That'll start the week after Easter, which is next Sunday. So it'll be about 10 days that we'll be off. Not uh, We're not just going to do it this first Wednesday. Uh, heading into a holiday week, and you know, after doing the show, after you know only a couple days, kind of let this marinate. We'll get the clip posted out there. We'll we'll get the word out. We'll get more people to try to tune in, and we got some guests lined up uh, or in talks. Let's to put get it some this way: I up. had a lot of guests that said they'd love to come on, but they cannot do Sundays. So now I'm all doing all the backtracking. We're, we're all going Who said back. I couldn't do Sundays? I'm coming back for you, man. I'm coming back for you. Um, I mean, but the NBA, they heard that we were announcing, it made a huge announcement, so they had to go and make a big old announcement Yeah, today. they had to make a big announcement. So like, oh, voice the land, we got to tr- try to trump them, which they can't. I'm but. pretty sure a Woj bomb is much bigger than a VTL bomb out there on Twitter. Whatever. Uh, but the NBA did agree to, as they kind of, I, I know that they redid their collective bargaining agreement. Um, the, you know, there's not going to be any sort of work stoppage or any issue between the uh, the league and the players' association. One of the things that they agreed to is the limit on or getting rid of the limit on max players that you can have. Right now, you can't have more than two. And Woj even put in his tweet, he mentioned the Cavs directly. Why does it affect the Cavs in a good way? That's because you already have Donovan Mitchell on a max, max contract. You have Darius Garland, who signed a max contract. Who is the next person on this team that needs a max contract? Evan Mobley, who is coming into his own right now. Who's coming into his own, and you know the team would want to offer that, but they would have to finagle the other two contracts. So only two of those three players would have a what the league would consider a max contract and try to find a loophole. They don't have to do that anymore. And no matter where you're at with the salary cap, you, as the team that has the bird rights... Of a player, you the player is on your team. You are allowed to offer the most money, All, like even if you don't have it. We've already seen Dan's willing to pay pay the luxury tax. So as this team to try to keep them together and keep this window open for as long as you can, as they continue to develop and come into their own. You now have that opportunity to have all players and give them the money they deserve, they earned, and, and they're asking for. I mean, this is huge. This is monstrous for us. <laughs> Now you're just you pretty much just enabled Dan Gilbert to spend more money in this next season. Like, you don't think we're going to get some big free agents after we re up Evan Mobley because we're allowed to go over the salary cap and he'll probably still spend into the luxury cap because he's Dan Gilbert and he just don't care. Like, oh, I was pretty excited about this news. I mean, yeah, we need to just re up Evan Mobley. You probably uh, you still have Jared Allen on a pretty long deal. You're going to have to re up Isaac Okoro, who he's not going to get a max deal, but. We'll probably still keep him around because of this now because you got more money. Yeah, and, and these guys are going to get that playoff series experience. We, The expectation is for them to win a, a playoff series, at least one, and they're going to get that experience. They're going to see what it's like to prepare for only one team and that team preparing only for you and for you to go 
into the hostile environment. It's one thing to go into into Charlotte or to Orlando, even Miami to a certain extent in a regular season game, and you get those. You stay there for a couple of days. You have to play one game, a night off, and another game. You you understand what that travel is like for a playoff series when you got to go play those two games. That part of it on the road, but in terms of the atmosphere, the environment, they are going to get a true taste of that. And if it is the Knicks, as much as the Knicks have sucked, and the mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden, is really only the mecca of basketball to opponents because they go in there and they have big games while the Knicks suck. The Knicks are kind of on the up up and coming in the Eastern Conference just like the Cavs are right now. And the Knicks fans, New York fans, you've seen how crazy they are. MSG is going to be a hostile environment for this young Cavs team, this inexperienced playoff team. They are going to get thrown right to the fire. No the matter one if- thing I love, Kevin, would just point out, is the one person we – the Donovan Mitchell has tons of playoff experience. <clears throat> And he thrives in that kind of environment, man. He, he thrives in that kind of environment. We've seen. I need Spike Lee to get out there and like get, get him mad, do the choke thing to him or something. <laughs> well, we've seen several times this year. We saw the look in his eye during that seventy-one point game. I think there was another. I think it was Jane and I went to a game. I think it was against Indiana, and he got the Cavs were down ten or twelve, and they were struggling all night. They were they just couldn't get over. They couldn't get through that double digit. Barrier. It was like 10 to 12 this whole time. It felt like the Cavs could make a run, then they make a mistake. Uh, Mitchell gets into a little tie-up. He holds on to the ball a little bit with the opponent. I forget who it was. It might have been yeah. Miles Turner. I know talking Indiana. about, and they went for the jump ball. They but he wouldn't it. let go. He, he, would. he had to win the in-game battle within there, yes. And there was a look in his eye. We've oh, seen yeah. that several times. So you still have that guy. He looked look- right at Okoro. He did it. I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I found. I know what you're talking about. There was a look, and he just gave it like a man. This and you knew, done. you knew something was about to happen. At least the Cavs weren't going down without a fight that night. And then, then they ended up winning. You know, Mitchell. Same thing against Chicago. He goes for 71. The Cavs come back. They go in overtime. They win that game. So you still have that kind of guy, get just getting into his prime on this team that has the experience. You're gonna need to get everybody else some experience this year. So it's not like. Mitchell's just talking to him, and it's going somewhat in one ear and out the other just because they don't know what they don't know. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. We'll see how that is. The Cavs playing against the the Pacers coming up, and they got a couple in Orlando. They only got four games left. The goal is to win a championship eventually, goal is, right? is to win a championship. Which but we saw today, correct? Which we, which we saw we, today. We saw a championship game today, Kevin. Yes, we did see a championship game today. So... I'm just going to throw a name out there. We will go into the final segment. Are we entering the disagreement dungeon Dungeon for the dun, first dun, time? Dun. Dun, dun, dun. Get some imaging and all that stuff. Like make it a segment. I don't know. We just, we're, just, we're not bit people, so <laughs> we have no idea where, where a bit comes from. If it becomes a bit, it becomes a bit. We're not even going to know it is. So disagreements on the other side of the break between Jay and I. If you've tuned into the show a lot, you know we don't usually disagree, so... You're going to want to stay tuned for this. How heated does it get? Probably not much. But (laughs) we'll be right back to talk about those two disagreements, two specific disagreements on the other side. One final time, this is The Voice of Land on the Big Play Network. Are you looking for a career in manufacturing? Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has partnered with some of the biggest and the best companies throughout Northeastern Ohio. 
The recruiters at Vector Technical will coach you through the entire job process and will help you land an opportunity that you are truly excited about. Vector does not add any additional fees and offers benefits as well as free online skills training through Penn Foster. To learn more, visit www.vectortechnicalinc.com and make sure to check out our job board to see a full list of our current opportunities and apply. Welcome back to the Disagreement Dungeon. I mean the voice of the <laughs> land right here on the Big Play Network. I am Kevin Arnold. I am joined by Always Positive Jay. Peter Tellup, our producer extraordinaire, is here as well. And, and this is a show that we tend to, we try to be what sports talk used to be or what we would like to see it turn into. Instead of all of this, like, manufactured arguments just to get clicks, just to get likes, manufactured hot takes to get clicks, to get likes, we just, we talk. And if we end up... Wait, we're not going to scream into the mics at each other either? No, I'm this only... This isn't going to turn into a WWF? I'm not going to get in here, listen here, Kevin <laughs> Arnold... I mean, you got no hot takes hotter than mine, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit you with that. You didn't know it was coming. You start talking like that, and it is WrestleMania weekend. I don't know. I mean, I might. The cream I don't... always rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to the diamond ring wearer. Oh, I can't even do it. I always mess it up. I know. I always mess, I always mess it up, too. But give me two claps and Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Oh, I could. Yeah. And I know you could talk old school wrestling, which which we'll talk here in just wrestling will be a conversation here in, in about five minutes. We're going to. Yes. We got 10 minutes because WrestleMania is on and I got to get home and I got to watch it. I won't be live tweeting people. If you were following me last night, not live tweeting tonight because I'll be way behind you. That's OK. There was a championship game t today, though. And congratulations oh. to LSU on your victory. Kim Mulkey, her fourth championship. She goes. I believe it did she go home or did she go to lsu i know that there's like some like personal connection to lsu and louisiana i should have looked it up before before but it meant you could see it meant a lot to her today mm. but you have two championship games both on the both on the men's side and the women's side that don't have a number one seed in it you had a two and a three in the women's game you have a four and a five in the men's game two great tournaments two one seeds went out for the women where there's less parity on that side so far, but it's starting to, it's starting to kind of come together on that side. There's been a lot of parity on the men's side, and with this extra COVID year that these student athletes have been given, you're seeing some of the more experienced teams not just upset in one game. They've been together for so long. It you know it doesn't matter how how powerful or how big the name is on the other side matters what the name on the they just got uh, great chemistry just got great chemistry and they're playing well fau a nine seed a great example of it san diego state a great defensive team great example of it uconn a four seed they've been dominant in this tournament as a four seed they've kind of played like a number one seed especially coming down you look at Duke I, losing duke the blue bloods <laughs> yeah that was a jab but all the Blue Bloods yes. not really making it on the men's side. You have Iowa against LSU today. The best player in probably the entire country on the women's side of the game, an absolute baller in Caitlin Clark, who had two 40-point triple-doubles the last two games that Iowa played. LSU made it a point to try to take her out, take her out of the game, or at least try to make her seem like she had to take over instead of being able to get her own and get her teammates involved. They did an excellent job of that, and they won. Barron Square, they beat down the Iowa Hawkeyes, did it, the LSU Tigers, and they won. 
Caitlin Clark has been known to kind of take the, this is where the wrestling kind of tie-in comes in, perfect, perfect double segment here. Caitlin Clark has been known to, when she gets on, gets on fire or people try to get in her head, she does the, you can't see me. And that's, you know, if you just listen to the audio and you've never seen John Cena, he puts his hand in front of his face like he's invisible. And it became you, a joke. You can't see him. He's invisible. And, and Deshaun <laughs> Stevenson did it to LeBron. Deshaun Stevenson. And then I, the next following year, courtside, did it to Deshaun Stevenson. Oh, beautiful. He yeah, got really I, mad and gave me the worst and dirty <laughs> look I've ever got from a player in my life. And if after, he was Kyrie, I would have been not thrown out of the game. <laughs> after Deshaun Stevenson had to face LeBron James, we really couldn't see him anymore. No, we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, oh, but, I, but I digress. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and John Cena does that, and he's told the story many times. His brother actually gave him the idea. He thought it was stupid, and it just caught on, and now it's now it's a meme, and he plays into it all the time, mm-hmm. like he's like he's invisible. So that's what she would do, and you know she was a, she's a trash talker. And that, if you're on the floor, if you're playing basketball, there's going to be some of that playground trash talk. Element. I mean, like one of the greatest players ever is Michael Jordan. He's a huge trash talker. huge trash talker. You saw that in the Last Dance. Angel Reese, the star player of LSU, had a great game. Her teammates had a great game. When she was at the free throw line and they were about to, you know, LSU was pretty much sealing up the game. Kaylin Clark was standing next to her. Angel Reese did the you can't see me back to her. I love seeing that when you when if you're winning, you know, the trash talk is good. I took issue with it after the game when Angel Reese, I know that they haven't been there before, but I am a firm believer, and you can call me an old curmudgeon with this. I'm a firm believer in act like you've been there before, and Kim Mulkey, Coach Kim Mulkey, has been there before. I know the LSU Tigers have not, but she has preached to them, act like you have been there before. Angel Reese following Caitlin Clark around and continuing to do that, and then after the game, she didn't do it to Caitlin Clark, but made it, made it known and had a camera in her face and knew she, what she was doing, had the finger, the ring, uh, index finger in the thumb, in the shape of an L, put it on her forehead, and then pointed to her hand that they were getting a ring, but called them losers. We're winners because we're getting a ring, and probably a message sent to Caitlin Clark more specifically, thought that that was classless. Well, I didn't know that happened. Yes. See, I only saw like I saw the one video where they she just yes. goes like that one, to her, and everyone's like, we, oh, blah, 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 you're classless. And I'm like... We were watching the game, and so it, there was the first instance where I was like... Kind of cringe a little bit, but I'm like, you know, I played basketball before. Caitlin Clark has done this. Hey, you know, it's college kids. They're going to – that stuff's still going to kind of happen. They're still somewhat immature. They're not playing professional. That's another yet. point. It, it's, it, it, it's that trash talk right there. But then after the game, instead of getting in, in the line to do the handshakes after, you're, after you've celebrated initially and you just keep following her around, you keep following her around with the you can't see me and pointing to your ring finger, we get it. You guys won. You're going to get a ring. Caitlin Clark lost. And I. it's not Caitlin Clark's fault that the entire country caught on to how good of a basketball player she is and only focused on her. She did not ask for that. She is someone that talks about her teammates religiously, relentlessly after a game. It's not her fault. We, we get it. You, you made your point. At, one, at some point, it got classless. And then to see her make the loser thing on her forehead, very childish, very immature, and I thought it was. I thought to that point, it got to the classless point. We crossed the line from trash talk back and forth. You won, make a point of it. To now, we're going too far, making it classless. 
I have to actually probably agree with you in this sense. All right, well, well but here's the, the here's dungeon. And I don't 100% agree with you, though. Yeah. Like, I believe when you win, you could talk to Smack if you want to talk to Smack. And I also have a problem with just with competitors all liking each other nowadays. Like, especially in the NBA, everyone's like, it's all buddy, buddy. Like, back then, like, they did not like you. Like, you beat me, I beat you. Like, I don't like you. You don't like me. And it felt like there was more rivalry back then and stuff. Now everyone's buddy-buddy yeah. in this AAU basketball system. Everyone's friends with each other and stuff, which is so. But like you said, there's a point where you're talking trash and where you cross the line. Yeah, like teams and I, are- I don't want to go on here and sit there because I didn't see it live. I was right. watching the movie with right. Tiffany before, halfway through the game. And so I don't want to, like, speak on it. Without seeing it all and knowing all the facts. If you don't, uh, how did Caitlin Clark respond to it? She, all credit to her, she was very mature about it. She, like, she didn't pay attention. She didn't get into it because we saw, we saw an issue in the women's NIT tournament. So she took her out and just where, walked and took it. Yeah, where like Bowling Green, I think some, one of their players in the handshake line after they won, they may have been like as a team, like talking trash and feeling good about themselves. Like you should do that after you win. You feel good about yourself. I don't want to see the buddy buddy and stuff like that, but it's one individual making it about themselves. And I don't, There's I'm gonna, thing. I want to make sure I say this in this kind of era right now in the society that we're in. I don't care if Angel Reese was man, woman, however they identify, whatever, whatever background they come from. I would, I, Stand by this no matter what. If you believe me, you believe me. If you don't, you don't. I understand that. But I want to make sure that I say that. This is just an instance where it is the women's basketball game where where this happened. I'm bringing up the behavior not because of the background of the people. I am bringing up this because I don't like that you're making it about yourself. Your team just won. You guys want to get out there. You guys want to gritty like LSU has always done. You want to get up on the podium after in the press conference and say, we did this. Nobody nobody wanted to give us any credit. Nobody wanted to do that. We just won the national championship. We're going to get a ring on our finger. We did this. Man, I had a great game. My teammate had this great game. All for it, even if it goes to language, some language that we don't use. Still, all for it. In her defense... An extended period of time of just making it about you to one person, I mean. In her defense, who is the, the star of that Iowa team? It is, I, she is the star of this, right. that whole tournament. Like, she was single-handedly carrying him. What did she do? Like, we just discussed, she talks smack. I swear, if you watch this game, LSU just did what Michael Jordan did. They made themselves so mad at her, they probably just created anger and yeah, used it and probably. they fueled themselves and in sports there's you're pouring so much of your emotions and these like we said they're they're kids was it a mistake yes was it egregious no i don't think it was that egregious. no and i'm not trying to make it seem like yeah, it was like egregious but like was it wrong this was be wrong and not like be just like people want to persecute someone and say they're this or that like she's just a young she's she's a kid and she's caught up in her emotions. That doesn't make it right. The only but I can un- I can somewhat understand <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, yeah. And I think it went it went beyond. You know, it went towards being classless. You know, I get it during there, but at the end, I think it went a little far. But still, it's like, and I think what Kevin was saying before with the uh, Bowling Green and the Memphis game and the handshake line, the Memphis player Colcocked one of the uh, 
Bowling Green students in the back of the head. Yeah, like you know, that is yeah, where that, I'm gonna get. Yeah. That's a green. Yeah, that, that's a, that's, that's assault. Where, you know, that's yeah. I don't want to see like I don't want to see things get to that point. Like you're see, here's what like, and this is Kevin's not saying this by any means, but I've seen people on Twitter calling her a thug and stuff. I'm like, no, no, no. that's oh for the, for that for yeah, no, like, that's just, you're no, that's taunting not, her. If yeah, you don't it, like her, like yeah, she clearly does not like but, her. And I can see that because you're right. She, they made Caitlin Clark the the face, the basically the face of this, and everything was about her. And and as a player on the opposing team, I can see being using that as it's it's locker room fuel. You know, it's uh, bulletin board material, right? You get fired up about that, and like, you win. And they and th- it wasn't a close game. No, I mean, they won. No, what they was won one twenty five to eighty five or yeah, something. They, what or, you want to see now is just once the emotions all come back down. Her come reach out and be like, hey, what I did was, you know, wrong. I apologize. She's a great yeah. competitor. I was in my emotions. I mean, to I be honest, done, you know? I mean, to be honest, Caitlin Clark became the, the Steph Curry of this, this yeah, whole thing. Yeah, either loved her or hated her. Yeah. Uh, that's what it became. Now, just, the, again, the personality that I saw come out of Caitlin Clark, I, hey, it was classless, but there's, yeah, thug, like, why are we, why no, are we, that's why do Boy, that could, be, that could be a whole re- like that could be a whole rant too. Like to go to that that extreme. Like now, like I feel bad for Angel Reese that she has to deal with that stuff and deal with the idiots that are on Twitter. Like, I- I'm sorry, Angel Reese. I- I'm sorry. Y- you played a hell of a game. You're an absolute baller. Your team is full of ballers. I saw floaters in the lane against you know uh, you know hands in the air. There was good defense by Iowa. LSU just couldn't miss. That was a great basketball game. So basically. <laughs> We just went next level, like deep talking. Like the whole you point, could, you, you can do something point. wrong, and it can, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to persecute someone for it. Yeah, like, I'm I'm definitely not trying to do that. I am just no. That's why I said you're not. On if that level. if you just tune into like the last two minutes of this, or skipped ahead the last two minutes of this, the whole point of this Angel Reese Caitlin Clark conversation was thinking that maybe we were trying to manufacture something that we were actually going to disagree, and then. You know what? We always end up coming back. Full we had a real conversation about it, though. Exactly. A real conversation. That's where it went. You listened to what I had to say. I listened to what you had to say. Peter's over there just judging us, but that's another story. And guess what? I'm two minutes late for WrestleMania, and that was the next thing we were going to disagree on because Jay tweeted this morning that he doesn't. You know, he saw uh, his timeline was filled and uh, of wrestling stuff. I will. I will say this: as a huge wrestling fan, I get up as as excited as I am to leave and like as quick as I can right now to go home and watch WrestleMania the second night. First night was great. Don't like that John Cena just comes in and you know, has to lose and have a terrible match because John Cena is the goat and you should at least make it seem like he's going to win and you should respect your goats a lot more than that. But not going to go. Not it's in the script though. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't get into scripted sports, Kevin. I apologize. I mean, it's it, but it's like watching a, a TV show. It really is. A- no, this is where everyone keeps saying this because if you, t- I told Peter this. If you're like Jay, I got a movie for you. It's the Avengers versus the X Men in a football game, a scripted football game. The winners already decided. I don't want to watch it, dude. But it's already scripted because I'm telling you, it's a movie. It's already scripted. Yeah, but it's not a competition. It's not a scripted competition, more or less. That's, that's there's the difference for me. It's like if you told everyone that tennis was 
there was a pre-winner. No one's going to want to watch it. If you told everyone in football and the NFL that there was predetermined, which was funny, someone threw that in my face that the NFL is already scripted, I, it loses its temper. I think, though, my biggest problem is it, when I was a kid and I found out it was fake, I was a Hulkamaniac, and it crushed me. I and mean, I don't know if I got over it yet, Kevin, to be honest I mean, with you. Like, I thought that dude was the real truth. I thought he was the American hero. He's out here beating up all these bad guys. And I am just a little baby Hulkamaniac. Find guess out. Guess what? Chris Evans isn't real. Captain America. He doesn't have America's ass. I mean, he might have America's ass, but <laughs> but I knew that. But he's not. He's he's not the leader that went back and took the took the Infinity Stones back. Thanos isn't someone that's going to come here and take out half of our half of our planet. Like that was still scripted. And then the bad guy, the heel in Thanos, like we've been told that the Avengers are so great and they're going to win all the time, right? Well. The heel ended up winning. The bad guy ended up winning in one of those movies. It took another movie, another script, to see someone else win. So it was already scripted that Thanos was going to win. We just didn't know. It's the same thing. As long as you aren't following the wrestling dirt sheets and people that try to get all the inside information, you don't. You actually don't know who's going to win. And if it's done right, if the match is done right, if it's choreographed the right way, and the athleticism of everybody, because these guys are way more athletic than the guys you know of, of Ric Flair and, and the great Dusty Rhodes, the late great Dusty Rhodes, all of that, where it's, you know, like a little elbow, you know, an elbow drop off the top rope, things like that. These guys are doing what you would do off of a diving board that guys, have, guys and girls have hit their heads on and busted their heads open doing. Like, they... I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. What you have to be athletically gifted, yes, and then it takes a toll on your body. I, wa- I watched Ray Mysterio Jr. growing up. Like I, some of the stuff they could do. Ray just beat up is, his son. Yeah, that's all. See, like, <laughs> he deserved it. it was, hey, he didn't deserve it. He was scripted to beat up his son, and his son was deservingly scripted to have it happen to him. But they've see, it's this is where I, I just can't differentiate. But what makes it so good is when they find that way to blur those lines, like. You, you you know, like, they're so open nowadays about how it's it's scripted entertainment for people. They're so open about that, but they still find ways to make you question, man, is this, do these people, like, actually really hate them? See, like, hate I think each other? I was telling Peter before the show, I'd love it if before the show, like, they don't get to pick who wins and loses. Just flip a coin. At least give me some randomness, some chance of that anything can happen. Hey, like, they, they, they didn't flip a coin for Thanos to win in Infinity War. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Again, that was... they weren't in like, all right, we're going to compete for the uh, championship of the universe against Thanos and his team, and we're going to have a football game, and we're going to square they off. They were definitely competing for the universe, for the fate of the universe. It's not a, it's not a I'm sports just, competition, though. I'm just though. saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's... But see, look, we've come to the end of the show, because i got to cut this off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, in general, we're, we we just got to have off. to agree to disagree. But we we're, we didn't come to an agreement. Are are we are we still friends? Shaking the hands. We're not going to see it in the camera, but that's fine. We just shook hands. I'm going to shake Peter's hand. Yeah, just <laughs> up in <laughs> just the uh, up in, up in the cloud. In the cloud. <laughs> He's somewhere up in the cloud, running this show right now. But we we didn't. Hey, let's just at least it's not the Bachelor. <sighs> I mean, there are shows that I just still, like, question to this day how they survive. And in that one, I'm like, it is straight garbage. That is that uh, is trash, trash, trash TV. Boy, this so is, I will not uh, put it in that category. Buttery, flaky, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. 
Who are all right. All right, we got we got it. We, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Because I'll start going after yeah, it. Yeah, we'll all start going after it. For like, He's got to go watch a scripted show. So I got to go watch it. <laughs> I, I got to go watch absolute poetry in motion. Actual stunt doubles doing the stunts for themselves. That's what it is. It's all stunt doubles. Yeah, well, at least you can't. At least you know that it's not that's the person. It's the same person. It's not like not like they make it known in the. Oh in the, no! Here's they my stop problem. in the middle here's before the jump and the. I hate the when guys. people congratulate. They're like, "Oh, congratulations! You're the champion!" They're like, "Congratulations! Your name was picked out of a hat to win." I'm sorry. They congratulate them because they have been. Bust it, their it, ass and getting hurt, and they got yes. They've been, but you see my point. Tell me you have to see. They've my point. earned the trust of the company and people that have been running a company for a long time to be one of the faces, one of the people out in front of the company because they do so well on the mic and in the ring and in the community. Like there, there's still there's still a, a, a championship feel to. So the belt is an Oscar. <laughs> I, if that's we how you want to get do out it. of here, yes, he's going to keep Stop. going. <laughs> for always positive Jay, who you will see now on Wednesdays at eight. For always, for oh my gosh, Peter always Tell- positive Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse for our AI system audio, better known as Peter Tellup. You will now hear him because you never see him anyways on Wednesdays at eight p.m. I am Kevin Arnold. You will see me soon. In about 10 days on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. right here on the Big Play Network, the voice of land. Remember, don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. Don't let anyone tell you that WWE is not good. (laughs) We truly love you all, 3,000. Jay. Don't talk about it. And live life all gas, no brakes. We love you all. We'll see you on Wednesdays starting on April 12th right here on the Big Play Network.